the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. I think we sort of in our content creation phase really think of ourselves as sort of imposing on people and that if we're coming from a place of offering value and content, then you know, we want to get it out to as many people as possible. And there are people who, you know, don't see our stuff regularly and that we vastly overestimate how much our content is actually being consumed. Run your law firm the right way. The right way. This is the Maximum Liar Podcast. Maximum Liar Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. To the show. Welcome back to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. I'm Jim Hacking. And I'm Tyson Matrix. Jimmy, it feels like it's been a long time since you and I have actually recorded a podcast. It really hasn't been that long. So what's going on? Well, you know, we had our one-year anniversary show. We're excited about that. And then we've got some good guests lined up. I've reached out to a couple people that I think we're going to have set in the next couple weeks. So it does seem like we haven't spoken in a while, I guess, because we had some guests. And then We've been running around summertime, you know, with all the activities with the kids and everything. Yeah, but it's been a good summer. We were just talking about the merger. The firm is doing really well. We've had a lot of big cases over the summer. You, you've been extremely busy with the immigration stuff, so that's that's great. The Anything new on the immigration front? Yeah, we've just gotten a lot of really good success suing the crap out of USDIS. Last week, we got four people's cases moved along and approved. People have been waiting years and years. I had a guy from Iran who was waiting four years for his citizenship and we filed a lawsuit for him and he's getting naturalized this Wednesday. So that's pretty exciting. Good. And you've, you've got a lot of good publicity recently, which has been really great. So but let's jump into today's podcast. You've got a good topic for us. So you want to introduce it? I went a little bit crazy with the math and I'm going to scale it back a little bit. I think that the, the way to, to explain the concept, and this comes from Brendan Burchard, a guy that we've followed both of us off and on for a long time and he's he's a coach's coach and he's a pretty smart fellow and he's obviously crushing it. He's got a 1.2 million followers on Facebook and he's has about five New York Times bestsellers. He said that when he opened up his podcast, it was number one. It passed This American Life and everything. So, and he talked about how he had this approach to creating content and I want to walk it through with you if that's okay. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so he was explaining how he reuses content. And this is something that we talk about a lot about using our content and putting it in multiple different places. But he had a really simple approach to it that I thought I'd outline for our listeners because I really liked it. And basically what Brendan does is he shoots a video and it can be anywhere from five to 15 minutes of video. So then he has 
that's content piece number one. He has his YouTube video, which he also, then he um, pulls the audio out of it and that gives him a podcast. So he then records a quick intro and outro to the audio from the video. So that's content piece number two. Then he, like we do, he transcribes that audio and turns it into the blog post. And then he posts, he takes the YouTube video and posts it along with the transcript onto his website. So that gives him Google juice with the text of the video. Then he waits a day or two and he posts the video in its raw form up onto Facebook. So, cause Facebook likes actual video posting so much more than a link to his YouTube or his blog post. I want to make sure people know what you're talking about by posting. You're talking about actually uploading the video to Facebook. That's what Facebook likes. That's what you're talking about, correct? Yeah, you're the king of that. You you do that all the time. Right. So it's it takes it's a it's a step that takes a lot extra time, but it's worth it. So but I just want to make sure we're clear about that, about the posting of that. So continue on. Sorry about that. No, that's good. And then he, he posted on Google Plus and then he also takes the transcript of that blog post. He also turns that into his um, weekly email. So he then has, you know, the backbone of a weekly email that he sends out. And then the other big thing that he does is he reuses that content. He follows what's the most popular, what videos do the best, what content does the best. And then he, he republishes it every three weeks. And so he says that on Facebook that, you know, only 16% of the people actually see, even see the content that you're posting and that it's probably a lot less than 16%. So I think a lot of people view the idea of reusing content or reposting content as, as them annoying people. But the fact is that most people aren't going to see your content. So it's perfectly okay to repost it regularly. And for me, that was a big mindset shift because I worry a lot about that. And I think we sort of in our content creation phase, really think of ourselves as sort of imposing on people and that if we're coming from a place of offering value and content, then, you know, we want to get it out to as many people as possible. And there are people who, you know, don't see our stuff regularly and that we vastly overestimate how much our content is actually being consumed. Does he use something like Meet Edgar like you do? No, I don't think so. I, I think, well, you know, when you have a million and two followers and you have a full-time staff, I think he's got people that do all that stuff manually for him. I don't think he uses Meet Edgar, but I think that, you know, he, he's real big on tracking what's the most popular and reusing that stuff the most. But overall, I think this approach would really work well for the members of our Facebook group and, and the lawyers involved, because I think, you know, people make it so insurmountable and so big to create content, but really that would not take that much time and you're going to have eight pieces of content. One other thing he does is he, he figures out his favorite quote from the YouTube clips and he turns it into an Instagram image and uses that as a, as a tile on Instagram. So I think that it's really just a very simple approach that our listeners could use. And I think that a lot of people, all you need to do is pull out your, your phone and shoot that video. It doesn't have to even be, you know, high tech or in a studio or anything you know, we've talked before about how videos that are shot, you know, sort of natively or that look like they're, they're, you know, done sort of quickly, but some of those give us our best bang for our buck and that people really view those as more authentic. All right. So from just the, this one five to 15 minute video, you get a Facebook post, you get a blog post, you get a YouTube channel release, you get a Twitter tweet, I guess, 
and you get an Instagram post. Am I leaving anything out? Or you could also do LinkedIn, I guess. You have your blog post as well from the, the transcript of the content, and then you can email that out as your weekly flagship email. I think if, I know you and I have talked about this before, but I really think that that, that weekly email sometimes can be pretty tricky to produce but that this is a really simple way because it's so much easier and so much more natural to just talk than to sit down and write something out and try to make it perfect. And that there's so much paralysis by perfection or the facade of perfection that this is just something that just really makes it easy. And I'd really challenge our listeners. I'd love to hear people talk about trying to take this concept and working it sort of step by step and being a little bit more methodical about it. Yeah, and if you want to get a little more advanced, you can use virtual assistants to do some of this extra work for you. I mean, it really is not that much work if you just, like you said, it's only an hour a day. An hour, hour a week. A week, an hour a week. So you're absolutely right. But if you want to do that advanced step, you, you can use, use uh, virtual assistants. You can have someone edit your videos. You can have someone actually transcribe the audio. You can have someone actually post the, the post to all the different social media outlets. So Really, if you wanted to do it, like that's how I would do it, is I would just record the video and everything else would be done for me. It would cost you pennies to do that. Uh, it really does not cost that much to do all that. And pennies is not quite right. If it would cost you probably five to ten bucks, I'd imagine, to get all that done, which is nothing. For for getting all that content out, that, that costs you nothing. So use something like well, Upwork.com. Yeah, and I think that, we all need to get in our time machine and go back about 15 years and think to ourselves, hmm, if I wanted to do what Jim and Tyson just talked about back in 2002, I'd have to go to a studio. I'd have to pay a production company to shoot a video for me. They would, I'd then have to pay them to do the audio, and it would be a massive undertaking. The fact that we can do all these things so easily now, it's really sort of a joke, and there's really no excuse for not doing it. And some people might get hung up on, well... I only have four or five or six or 10 or 20 followers or, or this video that I just did only, you know, 10 people looked at, but that's 10 people, you know, and 10 people can lead to a case or lead to, you know, you're, 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 it's all about the long play. None of this stuff is about the immediate, how do I get the person that just got in a rear end or accident? This is all the long play about building rapport, building trust, letting people hear your voice. I'm really thinking that podcasting, and the audio portion of this is, is really going to be huge. I was listening to Gary Vaynerchuk on a couple of his recent shows, and he's really talking about audio because, as our listeners know, you know, we have listeners who know us better, you know, know us much more than we know them. They know a lot about us. They know about our practice. They know what we like and don't like, and they know of all the um, screw-ups that you've had in court. So, you know, it's really a way... <laughs> to build rapport with people. And the great thing about audio is that, you know, people can listen while they're exercising, while they're driving to work, while they're doing other stuff. And it's, unlike video or reading, it's audio is something that really um, allows you to connect with people while they're, they're doing something else, which is so important in this busy age we live in. Well, and you just brought up a really good point. So I've talked to several listeners that have talked about wanting to do their own podcast. Uh, which the what you're talking about today is something you could do with just your podcast as well. Instead of doing video, you can do five to ten minutes of audio and make that your podcast, and then you can reproduce that through all the same channels that we're talking about. It's really easy to do. 
Larry Weinstein, he, he's, he's going to be doing a podcast pretty quickly, and I think he's going to be doing a lot of the exact same things. So you don't just have to do video. Um, doing the audio is, is easy. And I'm, I'm not kidding. You can do five to ten minutes and, and make that your podcast. That's Lee Rosen, his podcast episodes are pretty short. They're usually between eight and 20 minutes, usually on the on the lower end of that. So you could easily do that and get it out. And you're so right. I'm really surprised how people really soak in the podcast that we do. It's really interesting to me. It's, it's great. I mean, they really do get to know us. And every time I talk to them, it seems like we know each other. So I think doing the, the podcast is another way of, of really getting the content that you're talking about. Well, you know me, I'm always talking about Dean Jackson, but I've probably spoken to Dean Jackson other than the time I was on his podcast for that hour. I've probably spoken to him a whole hour of my whole life. And so, you know, the idea, I mean, I probably listened to 300 hours of content that he has produced either with Joe Polish or on his own with more cheese, less whiskers. And so it's really remarkable that you really get to know people. Um, and it's funny that we're talking about podcasts because I'm getting ready to start a second podcast. And it's what? Gonna be, nice. Yep. It's going to be a short, a very short podcast. It'll probably be five to seven minutes twice a week. And basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to take immigration questions that I get from people and I'm going to answer one question on the podcast, sort of like the Ask Pat that Pat Flynn does where he answers social media questions. He does it five days a week. I figure Tuesdays and Thursdays would be good for me. And I, and it'll, it'll be really simple. And I already have tons of questions that people have said to me. And, you know, that's really the genesis of our videos. Our videos are always about questions that people ask. And so I think that I'm not afraid to share that or to explain that to people or, or to have other immigration attorneys do that. I think that each of us has our own voice. Each of us has our own message. And so I'm really not concerned with what other people are doing. And I think that podcasting and, and being able to connect with people like the way we have over the course of the last year, I mean, we have our friend Bertrand in Luxembourg. You know, the idea that there's someone in Luxembourg listening to us two idiots talk about social media marketing <laughs> and running a law office, I mean, it's really remarkable to me. So it's just, I think there's no substitute for it. And I'm excited about starting the second show. That is really cool. This is, you normally tell me things like this, and this is the first time I'm hearing about it. I think it's really awesome. I think it's a great idea. That is awesome. And I've been trying to figure out ways, how could I do the same thing for personal injury I'm not sure people are jumping on podcasts here about personal injury claims, but I may be wrong about that. I think with immigration, it may be more prevalent that people will do that. That maybe that gives me a little something to think about maybe doing, because it's so easy to produce a podcast. It really is. I don't. Think, I think people think it's very complicated to to get going on that, and it's really not. Um, but I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes. So, and Tyson, we have some real characters in our Facebook group, you know. You know, one thing that got me excited, our friend Morris, one of our new listeners, he shoots a video, Lessons from Mo, and he gave us a shout out on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. And it doesn't have to be high tech. It doesn't have to be, you know, perfect. And so I, I think that people need to try different things and sort of get out of their, their safety zones. You know what I mean? That video was really awesome. I thought that was really cool that he, he gave us that shout out. I, I forgot about that. I'm glad you said something. So. Uh, thank you very much, Mo. That was awesome. That was a really cool video. So, anybody else wants to do that, go feel free to give a shout out on on video. That'd be it's really cool. He did a, it was a, a live video. So it was like a Twitter live. Is that what they call it? 
Yeah, but I think it was it was either Periscope or just a video. I don't know if it was live. I think it was just the video that he shoots. It looks like he does. And that's what I was going to say is that, you know, I don't know that people are going to tune in to listen to, you know, how do I deal with a claims adjuster on a podcast? But maybe, maybe they would. But I think that if I were you, you know, you and Chris, your partner, have had good success with your, your weekly videos of, you know, what's going on in the office. I think the Tyson Utrecht show would be sort of interesting. Just, I mean, you could have a guest on, you could do all kinds of stuff. I think you, you have an interesting enough life. You know, you could interview your new driver or clients or people at the courthouse and, you know, you could talk to judges. I mean, I think, wouldn't it be a great podcast for a personal injury lawyer to go out and interview all the judges and, and sort of talk about the things that drive them crazy or the things that they like? I mean, I think lawyers would love that to hear from, from sitting judges about, you know, just not obviously about any particular case, but just about, and, you know, there are plenty of characters on the bench too, who had great stories to tell. You're absolutely right. And I've been begging judges to do that. They're very reluctant to get onto any recording at all. So Chris and I have something in the works, uh, not that in particular, but we've got something in the works that I, I'll tell you about pretty soon where we are going to be opening up. We're going to be pulling back the curtains a little bit more, or actually a lot more. So you'll you'll see that in the weeks to come. So that's all I'm going to tell you for now. But we we do have something along those lines where the video with video we're going to be pulling the curtains back quite a bit. So we 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 purchased some equipment. So we're going to be really sort of revealing ourselves a lot more, which I think is going to it's going to do the same thing that podcasting does. Hopefully that's the idea is we're going to show more of ourselves, really how things work, and so letting you know on social media, let people see who we are and get to know us a little bit more. So it's uh, it's really interesting that we're talking about this because I think that that's, I think it's going to be really cool. I think what we're going to do is going to be really awesome. And so I, I can't wait to show you. If you guys are pulling back the curtain and revealing more of yourself, I hope you're doing that with your clothes on. Uh, maybe. You never know. We're some pretty sexy dudes. So we'll, <laughs> we'll have to. We'll... <laughs> All right. So Jimmy, let's do our tip and hack of the week. And I will go first this week. And I don't think we have talked about this on the podcast. We may have mentioned it, but we've never actually given the endorsement of it. My tip of the week is Blue Jeans. Uh, they have an app and they can usually also use them online. I had never used Blue Jeans. I know that John Fisher had talked about it, but last week they tore apart my website, our new website, the new firm, completeinjurylaw.com. It's not finished yet, but they, they critique the current status of it, which it's got a lot of placeholders, so there's not a lot of content on it yet, but we do have some content. And we used to do that blue jeans, and it was really incredible how great it was. Uh, Mitch Jackson was on there. A few other people that you recognize were on there, but they there were multiple screens, and they produced it or published it through Facebook Live. It, it, that was, that's what made it so cool is we had several people on Facebook Live, there was a total of six, I believe. And each time someone would talk, their face would pop up on the screen, and you could toggle between who was talking, who wasn't. It was it was really incredible. It was very easy to use. So if you're going to produce things on Facebook Live, I highly recommend Blue Jeans. There is a cheaper version and then like a pro version. I didn't have to pay for it, so I couldn't tell you which one the difference. I know the cheapest one was nine dollars a month. So maybe if you're going to use it, try try that out. I think they've got a trial period. So you may want to check it out before you decide to buy. But it, it really is a cool service. I recommend Blue Jeans. 
for my hack of the week, I've got a new podcast for you, Tyson. I think you're going to like it. I, I came across it through uh, Smart Passive Income and Pat Flynn. The name of the podcast is sort of strange. It's called The Art of Paid Traffic. And it's by a guy named Rick Mulrady. And he is a Facebook ads guy. And one of the things that we're going to start doing here besides our podcast is we're going to start doing immigration-related Facebook ads. And I think that with the the ability to drill down and really find a, a limited targeted market that Facebook ads is going to be something really good for us to use. But I don't understand Facebook ads entirely, how it all works. It's a whole different lingo, a whole different language. I think it's a very powerful tool, but I also think that if you're not paying attention to it, just like Google ads used to be, you could really spend some money on it without doing it the right way. So I am going to probably take that course so I can educate myself and then find a Facebook ads person to help me run our ads. But I, I think that the podcast itself is really good. He has a lot of good success stories, one of which I sent to you to listen to that really, I think, would be good for our listeners to listen to. You sent me one episode, which I listened to, and I thought it was really good. So I, that's a good one. And I'm a firm believer in Facebook ads. So I think that that's going to be very good. And what's awesome about it is, and I don't know if you can do this. I'm assuming you can. I know that you can target very well in the United States, but you can also target it across the world, right, Jimmy? Like you can actually, yeah. if you want certain clients from a certain region of the world, you can actually target them, which I think is really awesome for you. So, and you, you might be able to get those for, for cheaper. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but that's, that's something interesting that you should look into. But I think that's, that's a great tip. Yeah. The thing I'm most excited about Facebook ads is, is the lookalike audiences that I'm going to be able to upload my, my client list and they'll, they'll make it anonymous and then find other people that are similar to the people that have already hired us. And I think that's just going to blow the bank. Do they take the address of an email address? Is that how they do that? Or how do they do that? They match it to a Facebook account and then they see that they look at all the data they have on the people in those Facebook accounts. And then they find people that are similar. Incredible. That's incredible. It is incredible. Right. Well, let's wrap things up. We'll talk more about Facebook ads. Uh, in the coming weeks but uh, it's a good show and uh, thanks for listening and also as a reminder almost forgot make sure you check us out on Facebook and uh, communicate with us on our Facebook page all you have to do is just ask to join and we will add you to the group and also make sure you give us a five star review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast thanks Tyson thanks Jimmy see you guys thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast the Maximum Lawyer to stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, more content. go to MaximumLawyer.com. Maximum Have a great week and catch you next time.